Hey everybody, welcome back to Bite Size English with Matt. Uh, today we're just going to go right into our first actual lesson of, of the podcast. And I wanted to kind of kick off a bit of a week, uh, a bit of a themed week, talking about time, time in English. So we're not going to be able to cover everything in just a week, but we will be able to cover some interesting topics that I've put together for you guys. And today we're going to keep it just a, a bit simple, a bit easy, something I find very interesting, and that's the days of the week and the months of the year. So if we add all that together, that's 19 new vocabulary words that I feel that most people learning English do know already. But what I want to talk about today is actually where those words come from. They're not just random words that we, we picked out of the sky, but instead they all have a deep history rooted throughout all over Europe, mostly from Rome and mostly from the Viking cultures and which in turn get their culture from the Germanic cultures. So we're going to start with the days of the week, um, just because why not? <laughs> and so the days of the week mostly come from the, the history of the Vikings, which were the, the people of Scandinavia, um, Denmark and Nor Norway, and to some regard, Sweden as well. But they get their culture mostly from the Germans, the ancient Germans. So we're going to start with Monday. Monday is the first day of the week. Monday is very straightforward. Monday just means moon day, so the moon in the sky. So it doesn't really, a lot of cultures around the world kind of recognize the first day of the week as the moon day. But the second day of the week, Tuesday, comes from the, the, the Viking god Tyr, spelled T-Y-R. And Tyr was the, the god of war in Viking culture. He was very important. Uh, the Vikings were a very, a very aggressive, very violent, warlike people, and so Tyr was a very important god for them as well. The second, the third day of the week, the second god uh, is named after Wednesday, which in in Old English we would pronounce Woden, who we know now as Odin. And Odin was the father of the gods, the All Father they called him, and he was the seeker of wisdom. And so he's awarded the the third day of the week, Wednesday. Now his son, who's a little bit more famous, I think, in in our modern day and age, is Thursday is named after the god Thor, T-H-O-R. And Thor was the god of thunder. Um, he's more famous now uh, as a character from the Marvel the Marvel movies um, that come out every year. The third one, Thor 3, came out just last year. And so he was awarded the, the fourth day of the week, Thursday. Now, the fifth day of the week, Friday, is named after the the Viking god of goddess of love, so it's a, a female god rather than a male god, and her name was Frigg, spelled F-R-I-G-G -G in English. And so we kind of can think of Friday as a bit of a, a lovely day because it's the end of the week for most of us, and so Friday is named after the goddess of love. Now the only the only day that's named after a god that's not from the Viking culture is Saturday. Saturday is comes from the word Saturn, who is the father of the Roman gods. Um, we, he's more famous now because of the, the planet Saturn, which is the sixth planet in our, in our solar system. It's the one with the large rings around it. And so Saturday is given, is, is given to Saturn, father of the Roman gods. And finally, as I'm sure you can, you could guess, Sunday is just named after the sun, the mo one of the most important I, uh, objects in the sky for the ancient people and obviously for us as well. So Sunday is just named after the sun. Now the months 
are a little bit more complicated. Um, most of them come from the Roman culture. Um, they're named after various gods or various words in ancient Latin, Latin being the, the language of the Romans. Um, and so we get all of these words from Rome because they, they had uh, controlled England and the lower half of Great Britain for a long time. And so they left us a lot of their old words. So we'll start with the first month of the year, January. January is named after Janus, J-A-N-U-S, who is the god of doors. So if you imagine January is the first month of the year, it opens the door to the rest of the year. And so they gave the name to Janus, the god of doors. It's an easy way to remember that. Number two, February. It's, it, it comes from an old Latin word, which kind of means purification. They're not very clear if that's the, the origin of the word February, but that was the best one they've, they've most historians can agree on. And purification kind of means the end of winter. So when you think of February in the northern hemisphere, the northern countries, February is kind of the end of the, of the winter is when we started going to spring. So it means that purification, that, that leaving behind the, the nasty, bad months of winter and going into spring. The third month, March, is named after the, the Roman god of war, Mars. Uh, Mars is also more famous now, I believe, for his planet, which is the fourth planet from the sun, which is that red planet in the sky, uh, the one very close to Earth. And so we call March, uh, name it after the god of war, Mars. Now, April is comes from an old Latin word, which means opening. When you think of April in the Northern Hemisphere in the spring, it's the opening of the flowers, uh, which we call blossoming. The actual verb is blossoming of the flowers, but April is the opening month when spring really begins to go into full full swing, when it really starts to become very, very beautiful with all the, the opening of the flowers and the trees and, the, and everything else. The fifth month, May, comes from the old goddess of fertility. So fertility is having children, um, and her name is Maya, M-A-I-A in, in Latin. And so we think of May as kind of a time when the animals start to, to have, their, have their, spring, their offspring, their young. And it's, so we, we celebrate that as for Maya, the goddess of fertility. Now, the fifth, the, the fifth, sorry, the sixth month of the year, June, very simply, is named after Juno. Uh, she was the goddess of marriage. She was the queen. She was the queen of the gods, married to the king of the gods. And so we named that month after her. Um, in ancient Roman culture, a lot of people would get married in June. It's a, it's a nice it's a nice month in, in the Italian area in Italy or in the Mediterranean. So it's a nice time to get married. So we would call June after the, after the goddess of marriage, Juno. Now, the next two months are a bit complicated because they're both named after real people, not gods. And the first one is July. And we name that month after, well, we don't name it. it was na he named it after himself, Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar was one of the first emperors of Rome. He was a very important historical person and so he decided to name a whole month after himself because he thought he was that important and he put it right into the middle of the year and he gave himself the seventh month so we named july after julius caesar now his son not his real son but his adopted son his name was augustus caesar and so we named the the month of august the eighth month august is named after augustus caesar so these two men put 
added two more months into the middle of our year and so that we have a, now have a 12-month calendar. So that made the rest of the year a little bit complicated because the following months, we all know, are called September, October, November, and December. But these months, they all sound very similar because they, they all mean of the month. But the, the September means seven, the seventh month. Sept, S-E-P-T, is the old way we, we describe things of seven. You might, see these in, in, you might see this in other words that have to do with the word seven, and sept means seven. But it is now the ninth month of the year because we added July and August. And the same is true for October, Oc being eight, November, Nov being nine, and December, Dec, D-E-C, meaning ten. But in, So seven, eight, nine, ten, but in fact they're actually nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. Okay, so that's that's pretty much it. Those are the origins of the seven days of the week and the twelve months of the year. They come from they they come from all sorts of uh, various history and and mythology and and religion of the old peoples of Europe. And so that's and so that's where we get that from. So. Uh, what I want you guys to do for some practice today, I know this might be a little bit easier for some of us, but some of us still are learning these nine important vocabulary words. But ask your friends, where do these names come from? If you can, if you have friends that's, that are native English speakers, I, you could try to ask them, where do we get the, the, the name for January? Because I'm sure many people actually don't know that. And so you could try and, try and, try and ask more difficult questions for your English speaking friends. And how can we use this information to remember the days and the months? So maybe when we think of, of Friday, we think of love because that was named after the goddess of love. Or maybe if we're trying to remember July and August, we can remember that these are two people that they put into the middle of the year. So however that helps you, that's, that's all we can, that's what we're looking to do here. So that's it for us today. Please do make sure to check in tomorrow. Um, do send us, do comment below or send an email to bitesizedenglish at gmail.com if you have any questions. I'll be, I'll be happy to answer anything you guys ask me, okay? See you guys tomorrow. Bye now.